I am a firm believer that our industry will be led by these young people because we're still at real stage of the ramp up and they have agility, intelligence, and they get the passion by going on shifts to say, hey, I might want to become an engineer that's focused in the software or I'm the finance person. Hello and welcome to the Solar Maverick podcast, where solar meets entrepreneurship and experience. I'm your host, Benoit Thangent, so let's get into it. Hi, this is Benoit, your host of the Solar Maverick podcast. I'm really excited to talk about a great organization that we've had on the podcast previously. It's called Let's Share the Sun. I'm here with Bernadette or Bernie Jordan and Bill Jordan, who are basically the founders and starters of the Let's Share the Sun Foundation. Can you both talk about your roles in the organization and talk about Let's Share the Sun? I know we talked about it on a prior podcast, but I think it'd be helpful if people didn't listen to that episode. So, um, Bill Jordan, I'm a co-founder with my way the Nancy Brand Jordan of the foundation and actually on our board as the board president. But the real readership of reorganization is soon at the of Bernadette. And Bernadette's the executive director of the organization. Can you talk in more detail about Let's Share the Sun and what got you interested in it? Yes, certainly. Thanks for having me. Anytime. It's a great organization. I'm glad that you've gotten me involved in it and you both are doing in the team great work. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So to give a little background on Let's Share the Sun, we were founded uh, about 12 years ago and we decided to sign our work in Haiti after the Earth fleet. So I went on my first install when I was in high school, actually. Wow. Which was about summer before my senior year of high school in 2012. And in Haiti, we installed mostly on schools and orphanages in places that don't have electricity at all. So we've done about a dozen installs, installations in Haiti. And then after Hurricane Maria, decided to do work in Puerto Rico. So our main focus right now is Puerto Rico. So last year, I know the previous podcast, uh, Bill and John Rand talked a little bit about our installs last March, where we focused a lot on people with medical needs. So 200 families applied in Edubdes, Puerto Rico, which is a small rural town, probably two hours outside of San Juan. And of those 200 families, we compared it down to 10 people with the most need. So we did those installations last year. And then, though I'm not going to tell you about our iron projects this year. Yeah, we have a great partnership with a four-year-old grassroots organization called Casa Pueblo, and they have had an environmental focus since day one or when building plus years. I think after Hurricane Maria, their focus was to turn the whole town into a new solar, from the solar, all run the solar power. People, as most know, were power flow of the year. And they had our because they had some solar on their main building. So yeah, strategically, we thought this would be high impact. But take a town that was 22,000 people before Hurricane Maria. It's dropped off to 17,000. So that was our reflection of the economic impact of Maria on the island to be one of what more rural towns look. I think it's in the truck there. And they want to go all solar. So why are we doing now? We did pretend homes. All 10 made it through Hurricane Fiona with power when all their neighbors were out of color for at least 10 days. And we said, let's take a concentrated community within the town right back with us that's poorer than average and focus there. And so the focus is on 39 homes. And we're doing one concentrated town. And on 10 of them are already been built. We have our local solar installation partner that is part of the economic 
development vision of the shared sign would they be starting like homes the bar was 25 homes but there was so much interest that you know, the revenues were like boom um casa pueblo said that's year 39 so that's why part of this podcast conversation is we said sure but we're getting all our funds together and then and then a decent job but they raised the bar on us, so we do have some needs that we hope to talk about. And then we're also expanding the Mayberry Palisade with commitment together with one of the Kensley, one of our partners, the Hira Safe House for the Mass Violence Organization. That's leading to a great big projector to live in all of the uh, domestic violence houses that had used on the Isle, which are several beyond this initial one in Palisade. So we have 39 homes, but it's sort of the community that wants to do all of their homes and all of their business are on break the micro grid. That same relief that we're going to be in March that we ship get plaza full of people by our distance solar solar party. Yeah, that's amazing work. And point, it's not just solar, it's microgrids. It's also storage. So basically to provide resiliency independent of the grid, especially with people who have healthcare needs that need electricity. 24-7, is that correct? I am um, visiting the families in January, and they were effusively grateful. They said, all of our neighbors uh, lost their car. We thought our whole look would fly out. Yeah. It's the panels, but with the battery well, storage of your system, we never lost power. So that means that oxygen machines, dialysis machines, they never lost power in the time when all the neighbors sure were without power. 10 days is not as long as the full year that they experienced virus in June there with Maria. But, you know, I think people are seeing solar as a primary solution. That's great. That's amazing to hear what you're doing. And can you talk about, like, the trip that's coming up? I know you talked about it a little bit, but how is that structured? I know it's from, what, March 11th to March 18th. And there's also a partnership with the, I think, Notre Dame Energy Group, and they're attending March 12th. I will be there as well in our company, we're excited to be a part of it. And we appreciate John Moran for making the introduction to Let's Share the Sun. If anyone wants to learn more about Let's Share the Sun podcast 129, but you could also on you know, your website, obviously, www.letsharethesun.org. Also, that's where you can donate as well, which will have the link in the notes of the podcast. So you're looking for additional funds or time or equipment from the solar industry or any industry, really, right? Yeah, or from donation purposes. You want done, and then we'll get into some of the partners that are on the kit. Yeah, you know. Sorry to ask multiple questions. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our going to be our biggest let's share the sun trip yet. We have twenty six people joining on our let's share the sun delegation, and then twelve of our Dane students joining as well. As we mentioned with NP Energy, so it's a mix of people, a lot of solar professionals, five people from Water Weekendy joining. And then we had two people from our generation, which they actually donated $10,000 focusing specifically on O&M, which is very important for us to let you sun because we want our products to be sustainable. We don't want to just go in and leave insulation that leak. And it's very important that we have the insulations, create partnerships with local people. That's why we're going to be working with Soul Day Month. Solo de Magatane, which is the local solar company. That's where my background is in the international development space. I got my master's in social innovation, and I think there's history of charity products or even Stillman, and we did work, but it doesn't actually have a long-term impact. So I think we're very intentional in having that long-term impact. I like Shin Song, so bring it back to the O&M. I think 
having that 10,000 dogs specifically for an O&M, we're very grateful to our generation having their expertise. Actually, I have on my app, I can check six of the moms that we did last year. Oh, that is pretty amazing. So you're saying you have like on your phone, basically the production, the facility and how it's doing. And Yeah, for six of the houses, we can, I can see like how much power we're able to do. Oh, that's amazing. And that's great to have that technology there, especially with O&M. First, it's reporting the issue, which obviously having an app, having that support and O&M is, is so important, which I feel like people leave out of the equation on private projects. So that's great, like for a nonprofit, especially the importance of people who need electricity and it can't go down. So that's great that our generation donated. And I would add on top of the 10,000, the point that all of the beneficiaries are putting money into a farm. That will complement that one about unless they're skin in the gig. Yeah. So there's a bit of training about foods like these are expensive pieces of equipment that will benefit you a lot longer time if you take good care of them. The 10,000 is complementing with the local farm. We set up our contract and it's sold them on the yet. Such that they do deal in and out. We're going to talk tomorrow with sold them on the yet about how we're dividing up into the crew. So it's going to be four crews, one or like six people, which take millions on each other's roads to make sure that they're only one year. And it's going to make sure all of the different loops. will be a solo on a private representative to translators, which solo professionals, folks that are from the university of the students. And so we're excited to have you that. It's amazing that it's already, we're filming this and it's March 1st and 10 days from now. The trip's happening, so I'm sure there's a lot of things that need to be done. And you know what's interesting to me is like how there's been a lot of positive press about Let's Share the Sun Foundation. Wasn't there the video? Was it by NBC or created that video? Oh, it was NBC from last year, yes. Yeah, that was my trip last year and seeing highlighted the Waterloo by Port. There is a conversion funding gate. Yes. So it was highlighted with this Beretta, who actually, it was highlighted his story. And since he's from Puerto Rico and he's Stanley and Dirt, Artaby Maria. And then it's been shocked clips of us doing their solar installations. But Lucas actually interned with us at solder. He's a junior at Notre Dame, so studying engineer. And send me out in church. That's amazing. I remember it was a very impactful video, especially Lucas talking about what his family had to go through, the impacts of the hurricane, then the, the work that Let's Share the Sun Foundation is doing. So I think it was great. There was another been here at Weedsworth that was uh, done by Edward McKenzie. And a shout out to the partnership with them. Therefore, met that group of five or six includes President from Wood McKenzie. So they're uh, being you know, transforming a way to power the planet is one we resonate with entirely. And so Let's Share the Sun. And we're looking at other locations, partner with Wood McKenzie. As they move that being bored in their own company's float and execution. So there's genetic partners from the soul industry. Or, you know, we want to have an invitation for people to participate in the ways that make most sense. Because that's really wrong. There's BT Radder, he wants David Warner, their parent company, Malcolm. Yeah, no, that's right. I talked to some of the big rep, capital representatives, definitely. So we have Solar Handscape as well. It's been really encouraging to see how the part of it because they listen to your podcast. So we're grateful to you for letting people know about what we're trying to do because we've received calls on us every week. You know, I heard about you guys, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how much the podcast, I know we talked about this before, Bill, like the podcast just in general, but specifically like the episode that we did with Let's Share the Sun, it really resonated with a lot of the solar community. 
was actually very surprised with how many people were reaching out and asking me about what I knew about the organization. Obviously, some of these companies reached out to you directly and have donated. So, you know, I know this is kind of like our last sort of pitch before the March 11th event. I know I've mentioned this before, but what's the best way if people want to donate or donate their time, money, or even like, for example, we were mentioning that people are donating like pallets of panels or the panels that they've used in the past. Can you talk more about, and we'll have obviously all this in the notes of the podcast, the two videos as well. I think it would be helpful just to clearly talk about it. Yeah, the best way would be on our website. So the Afrak page, it'll actually be my email address at Soup if they have the questions that they can donate right on that page for the contact. And I saw like it's easy, like you could do it through PayPal, through Let's Share and Sun Foundation, or it's contribute right on Let's Share and Sun.org. Yeah. Just to make it easy. There's actually a specific page for the Puerto Rico trip to. Oh, there is. And if you don't want to, if you don't act, it out. Oh, okay. That's great. So that's the donate. Oh, and you list the goal, and I see the money raised. So that's awesome. And then it has Wood McKenzie on it as well. So that's great and shows some of the work. So donorbox.org and the link is contributing on Let's Share and Select, which we'll clearly have all the notes as well. But obviously, they could reach out to you. We'll have your email as well. And I know you said on the website. We also have Instagram thing growing at once here at Sun. And I started on Twitter, but I'm still working on it. And I thought you had a LinkedIn for you as well. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have that as well. And then it would be great too to talk about the upcoming trips as well. I mean, is there anything we haven't covered on the Puerto Rico trip? But I know you have exciting stuff. Yeah, I would just say that because they raised the bar from 25 homes to 39, yeah. any financial donations are so welcome because we want to get those 39 homes done. We will continue to do annual trips to Recultas and to Puerto Rico for those that are interested in involvement beyond, you know, this next two, three weeks. And so I think the 39 will get done by the summertime for sure. We have some students that are going to be going down there with some, you know, other university support that we talked about. As I mentioned the first time we were talking with you, we always look for the easy yes for people. Sure. But I think there's exciting growth happening at Ship Sun and Bernie maybe want to talk about some of the countries that we're looking at Napa, I think the Americas in the production world. And so we've just had our board meeting this past Sunday. So for all our projects, it has to be approved by the board of directors. So we have board meetings twice a year at the moment, but we're looking at having the board. So very grateful to our board engagement. But our next project, I'm going to be traveling to Kenya and Uganda in June slash July, which I'm very excited. That's a very basic trip. Yeah, I've been to Rwanda once, but... Yeah, I'm very excited. So it's actually a connection with Uganda in another name. It's called BLI. Mm-hmm. So they have a school there and they have a specific focus on training and agriculture. So they train the students and their farm right on site. So it would be an initial site of visit to see if it would be a potential project. Sure. And then Wood Mackenzie has a main office in Mexican City. So we had the connection through of one Mackenzie in Mexico City and meeting with Sol Young, which could be a potential project in Mexico. 
As a leading authority in the solar industry, life gets very busy. In addition to traveling the world as a speaker and for my entrepreneurial ventures, I'm a son, friend, investor, and entrepreneur. And when it comes to delivering a great sounding show for my listeners, I choose Podcast Laundry. All I have to do is record and send and the rest is done. They do the dirty work of podcasting for me. Yes, social media graphics, quotes, show notes, master editing, and much more. All I have to do is record. So if you're a busy podcaster like me with an engaged audience and want to free up your time to do more of what you you love like going to the gym or spending time with loved ones go to podcastlaundry.com to schedule your consultation or call 347-871-8273 that's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273 but i would have been decided every time i top the board mckenzie they're like it's been great to partner with you the last year and we would like to do under keisha sure every division go to Mexico and then go into other countries in the world that have meat. The cool thing about solar is it's happening in the poorest parts of the world. And currently, with it happening in most of the arts in the world, and the impact of those panels is so high in these poor communities. Yes. It's just changing the life of people. We have cell phones which had some change for sure. But how do you power a cell phone if you don't have Oh, yeah. And so I just think it's a kind of topic that's resonating with so many people in the solar industry that listen to your podcast, that we want to make it an easy avenue in participation. So we're grateful for you talking about this. We might have actually Secretary of Energy coming to this to solar on the 18th March. It's an artificial microgrid and that cool dust. And if she'd run in with the be there, I think a very high level person from you is going to represent you aware of our projects. Or I think the Biden administration has been incredibly supportive. Of course, we're just excited about this particular delegation, but continuing to grow the avenues of solar and hand That's amazing work that you're doing. And can you talk about the partnership with Notre Dame and Notre Dame Energy? I think that's something important to talk about as well. Both Bill and Nancy and myself went to Notre Dame undergrad, so I think that's been a key network as we've grown the organization. But Notre Dame Energy came and played. She was kind of the connection to Casa Pueblo. Oh, okay. None of the heads of Notre Dame Energy. So last year, they came with the 12 students, but they're also coming this year with their spring break trip. So it's not just Lecce, the Sun Focus. They also go to San Juan. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yes. It's actually a credit, I think one credit course. What they've done well, it points to another area of growth for my ship Sun. Is they've gotten other parts of the Notre Dame community engaged. So there's a program called MD Bridge that's sending four students for eight weeks in the summer to Casa Puebla. And so they're all interested in solar. I did my work with them last weekend during yeah. the Mort meeting. And we have students that are Villanova University that would like to do solar with the sun and engineering students or setting up students up with them. Both rare where they already have engagement in grassroots organizations, especially like Peru. Same happened with Providence College. So I'm excited that we're facilitating more and more young people having good experiences early in their lives and careers and it's transformative. And that it's another positive kind of vision of how. As we know, the industry is growing exponentially and we need a lot of young talent. This is a great opportunity for people to learn. And it's amazing, actually, Bernie, to think that you're exposed to solar insulation at 16 because I think you're probably one of the few people who had that access that early. So just pretty great. It's been amazing to see on solar's 
when I was a kid, so I was first keep going in Bay. We had a game where in the, as a family, <laughs> so, I mean, none of us know anything, but like if we saw a solar panel, like as we were driving, my dad would give us a dollar. It's very hard to drive safely. Yeah, we know what you know. It's very, very, and yeah, very expensive to reset. It's not the game now, <laughs> but it's amazing. It shows you, and you see it from a young age, from how old are you at the time, sixteen to now. You know, it's amazing. Even myself, I mean, pretty much like all my experience has been renewable energy and energy, and I have what now like fifteen years of experience and. That's considered a lot in the industry, like you're an old timer, which is pretty funny to me because I feel like I have a lot more time. But that's amazing to hear. And what also I found very interesting was the Notre Dame alumni connections, not just within John Moran, who went to the trip last year. He's also a Notre Dame alum. Also, he from Wood McKenzie. And then you both were nice enough to invite me to the Notre Dame game where they actually presented the video that you talked about with Lucas. And it was just interesting to me to see it, how strong like the Notre Dame network was and how passionate people were when there was that panel talking about Let's Share the Sun Foundation and how passionate the ND Energy Group after the presentation, how passionate they were about your nonprofit. So it was really interesting for me to see. There were about 40 students in that classroom. And in the 18 to 20 year age range, there were three of us talking with Luke, John, Ristel, and solar machines. Imagine having the same age kids on the top of roofs in March with the chance to talk to 46 solar professions that have taken a week out of their lives on the forefront side to get back. Yes. And the questions are going to be, can I do this with my career? I am a firm believer that our industry will be led by these young people because we're still at real stage of the ramp up. And they have agility, intelligence, and they get the passion by going on shifts to say, hey, I might want to become an engineer that's focused in software, or I'm a finance person, focused on finding better renewable energy, lowering the cost of power for people in a improving environment. And so it's a really exciting week. Yeah, definitely. And is there anything that we haven't spoke about with Let's Share the Sun Foundation that we shouldn't know about? I think like it's been pretty comprehensive, everything I think that we've spoken about. You know what I thought was interesting? Just I know this is when did you determine to focus on a women's shelter that are recovering from domestic violence? Is that something new this year? Yeah, that was Lalan from Whip McKenzie. I think coming out of the trip last year, I spoke with Luke and he, even, he wanted to have us a bit focus on women empowerment. And we actually were hoping to do the trip coincide with International Women's Day. Oh, that's right. Yes. It's been great. And then speaking actually with Puerto Ricans during COVID. Sadly, domestic violence, the rates increase. Not just in Puerto Rico, pretty much all over the world, but yes. Just it's in Puerto Rico, staggering, I guess. So that's how it kind of came together. And then we talked with our connections at Castle Pueblo, who led us to be introduced with Casa de Julia, the one we'll do in Ponce. Oh, Ponce, sure. Great in Ponce on set. Oh, okay. Another line in growth that we mentioned in our first podcast, Benoit, that was recent retirees. So we have Janet Joseph, retired from Nigeria. We have Joe Martens, his wife, Kathleen Martens. People that has a lifetime or experience in incredible Rolodexes. So amongst the people that Vader used to do was the one that was chief of staff to Michelle Obama at White House, who's now the senior VP of communications to Baco Gobular. So there's a concept with Baco Gobular going on. At least he has this next couple of months 
where they like that we're working with domestic violence centers and they're saying, how can we have solar on every domestic violence center? So their financial resources can be focused on that core mission on helping people get their lives together after they've had these trips. So it's really kind of moving to think that we can get those kinds of supporters. And I would say that a subset of your listeners are people that like be in that life stage. And certainly hands open. We have open doors because really, Janet Joseph probably reviewed thousands of brands in her years at Minsterda. She's going to help let your son grow by bringing her talents to bear. Because she wants to see this kind of a vision have maximum impact in the world and contribute her skills and time towards helping make that happen. So we always look for the easy yes to get people who always said that before. And I think that's worked really well to get people like Janet and Kathleen and, and Joe to say, hey, I'm going to help make this happen. Yeah, that's another great point as well. I mean, recent retirees do listen to the podcast. So obviously, you know, they have your contact information and anyone who's interested in contributing should definitely reach out. We got the young student population. <laughs> People in the middle of their careers, it's great to take a week out and do some good. And then folks that have uh, moved on to Second Mountain is that call me that can contribute yeah. their time, talent, and experience relationships. Paul Walker. Yeah, definitely. I'm on a trip with us. Yep, definitely. It's my first trip. You know what I'll do after the trip? I can talk about my experiences about it more because John Moran came back from this first trip last March and was raving about how great it was. And then obviously wanted to get you on the podcast. And I'm really excited because Puerto Rico, you know, I've spent a lot of time there. It has a special place in my heart. I know a lot of people there and you guys are making a positive impact. So that's great. Well, thank you for kind of joining the cause. I think you've been doing a lot of good in your solar career and you really helped the industry grow with your podcast mission and Solar Maverick. We're just delighted that she'll be on this trip. And yeah, I'd love that third one to be about how great the trip is. Oh, for sure. I will be actively interviewing, videoing, and obviously getting on the roofs. It's an amazing organization. When I spend a lot of time with Let's Share the Sun Foundation, all of you are very passionate about what you're doing. You could see it. And it's amazing for me to see from last trip to this trip, just the exponential growth and how that's going to continue over the next five to 10 years. And you're going to be talking about 10 to 20 countries. <laughs> then like, yes, it's exciting because it's really changing the world in a positive way and creating economic opportunity and helping people for most of needs. Let's share the sun foundation.org. We'll have that in the notes of the podcast. I really appreciate Bernie and Bill, your time today and what you're doing. Keep doing the great work. And the trip is March 11 to 18. There's still time to donate. Go to let's share the sun.org. I'll be like John, like every time I talked to me for three months, he was talking about the trip, yeah. how excited he was. And you know what they see is how passionate about it and how he really believes that it's making a difference. And that's why, like I've seen him at conferences, talk about Let's Share the Sun Foundation to get people interested. And I mean, he's great at what he does, but also you could tell like he's really passionate and believes in the cause. And that's, he's a great ambassador for what you're trying to do. Yeah, I know. He's great. He'll be up on the rope tops at the night every night with song best and could tell that he would raise by Edward, <laughs> who's got that gift again. We stay up late, tell good stories, have fun. I think their bonding experiences, uh, I think you're going to find out just going. 
Oh, for sure. And you know, one thing too, we forgot to talk about in business relationships are everything. A trip like this, you really build strong bonds with everyone who's coming in the group. Like even just that brief trip that I went to Notre Dame with you guys. I mean, I felt like a lot closer connection because we were able to spend a lot of time. And even with John, you know, I basically stayed at his friend's timeshare. We spent like three whole days together. So really built a stronger friendship from that business. It's about adding value and not just business, but nonprofit and also like relationships and relationships. The mentioning of a three to five day trip, the solar installation is something very tangible that is done by everybody. And then you just build relationships with that. With Wood McKenzie, we're actually talking about like strategic executives, team retreats where most successful companies take that time out. Yeah. A lot of times it's just at a resort. Sure, no, we could do that, but if you add on two or three days and you do this activity together. Oh, definitely. If you're strapped and full time endeavor yeah. so industry. So we're excited about building ones. Yeah. And others that might be interested. I think people forgot during COVID about team building and doing those activities together and how that actually enhances the collaboration because people feel like a stronger connection. And this is like a perfect sort of avenue to do that. And if you're shy about getting up on a roof to put panels on, we have a muralist that's going to have five people every day where the wall's entering. Oh, that's good to explain that. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. You go to Casa Pueblo's and terrific job of making solar something that's a beautiful part of nature because we're enhancing nature by powering our planet with share sun as opposed to the non-renewable fossil fuels that are kind of blend so in the last hundred and some odd years. Yeah, that's a great point to mention. Specifically, I know there are people who are scared of going on the roofs or have, so that's great to know that they could do other things. We're going to take a daily trip into the forest. For those that want to do that, you can rotate in. It's actually every uh, pretty complex team division where you sign up every day for activity which you like to do. We're going to be visiting and working in as well. Oh, that's great. I think one thing last year was like talking to the people that were installing the houses, that the people that lived there. I think that was very impressive. And they're like literally so welcoming. And like <laughs> gave you so much food every day <laughs> when we went there. And very hospitable, like the most hospitable people I've met. That it wasn't McKenzie's going to be filming at those houses to see how is the solar bin. It is also experiential. How much money did you see? How is this enhanced shit like? So it's going to be, that'll be another fun team trip every day up in the mountains to the houses that we installed last And basically for people to know, this is like, there'll be multiple trips in different locations and it's an annual thing. Usually for Puerto Rico, it's basically coincides in March with the ND Energy Spring Year. Is that Secretary Granholm was just on the island? We support this town, trending our own town. So she knows the microgrid that's happening here and who does and Casa Bounds work and the shit. Oh, that's exciting. So it's good to see a town like this size that's going to go all solar because the rest of the world will say, Hey, if they can do it, and with better storage, lowering costs, I think you're going to see this happen very rapidly. Oh, for sure. Well, this has been a great interview. I appreciate both of your time today, and thank you again for being on the Solar Maverick podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Anytime. See you in Puerto Rico. See you in 10 days. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Solar Maverick podcast. The Solar Maverick podcast is brought to you by Renew Energy. We're a solar development and consulting firm. If you believe that this podcast is adding value to you, 
please give us a five-star review and share with those that you think could benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and feedback to info at renewenergy.com. That's I-N-F-O at R-E-N-E-U energy.com. The Solar Maverick Podcast is produced by Podcast Laundry and executive produced by Benoit Thangen and Kevin Y. Brown. 